0: Evan, tell me something.
1: Did you know you have to hit the ball through the uprights to make a successful field goal in football?
0: (laughs) Dom, that's true. Welcome everybody in to another episode of Dom. That's Evan and Aaron. I am your host with the most, Owen, Domination7Dom, and joining me is the Baron named Aaron, and he's back, Lack Evan Lack Welcome in everybody, it's going to be another great episode. We're going to be discussing the Chiefs versus the Bills, we're also going to be discussing uh, the Chiefs versus the Ravens to come, the rest of the playoffs that have happened so far this last week in the divisional round, and really just getting around to overall banter. What's up, everybody?
1: Should we be on the screen right now?
0: We can be. When I Like, press, is it showing us? Like, when I press this button, and it shows us, like, right there. Nice. I can't do that, yeah. So, good thing we're starting soon through all that for all of our YouTube watchers. Obviously, uh, I'm so well-versed in how Truman does this thing. Luckily, he's got the stream deck set up now, God. so it's not a complete maze, but... It's still getting a little bit difficult for you, boy. Welcome in, everybody. How are we doing? Pretty
1: good. Pretty good. Another AFC championship game six years in a row. Mm, That's is insane, isn't it? First one on the road is the more insane thing, I think.
0: Yeah, that is crazy. Let me get my sticky notes out of my back pocket. So, Yeah, but I mean, what an insane game, too. Uh, Aaron, you were there watching it with me. What an awful game. Aaron, I mean, Evan, you were there, too. Boy, was that not fun! I mean, like, what an exciting game! But like, oh, the Chiefs just—you know—I felt like the Chiefs could have won that by like fourteen. Like, I agree made it with a lot you. Easier on us. Yeah. Should have
1: been double digits. Um, I can think of a specific play that might have made it go. Oh, what's that one? I think- three points instead of, let's say, ten. Yeah. You geez.
0: know. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, yeah, this, you know. Well, let's get right into it. Chiefs versus Bills takeaways. So, like, you know, really just – how does that? How was that game making you feel? Any raw emotions you have just, you know, just from Chiefs versus Bills? Obviously, Chiefs win 27-24, meaning my prediction last week of 24-21 was only six total points off. Yeah. Of I'm, I mean, like, honestly,
2: <laughs> I was thinking, like, man, why didn't I just bet on this game being exactly 27-24 both ways or, like, exactly 51 points? Like, that was exactly how it felt like it was going the entire time. Like – we're going to get to a field goal. And if he makes it, then we're going to overtime or we're go- we're going to game winning drive. And if he doesn't, then it ends right there. So, um, I mean, it, but it felt like a solid performance from everybody around except for one person. But everybody played like a 90 grade for me if I'm like PFF. Obviously, I'm not because PFF is dumb and gives out dumb grades. <laughs> but yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it... Kind of looked more like how you expect the Chiefs to look after the last few years. Um, yeah. Whereas this season, it's just kind of been all over the place. Right. Um, kind of r- really felt like a return to form. The weird thing about the game, though, is like a lot of the scoring was in the first half. Yeah. And then the defenses really cracked down in the second half. I feel like it usually goes the other way around, where like it starts out low scoring and then. Like, if you go back to that 13 seconds game, there was, what, like 40 points scored in the last three minutes of Mm, actual game?
0: Yeah, it really felt that way. But overall, you know, pretty balanced game. So, you know, Chiefs 14 points in the second half. The Bills only 7. It, you know, it just felt like a lot more because the game was so close. But, you know, 14 points in the first half for the Bills and only 13 for the Chiefs. It was pretty close the whole way
2: through. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
0: But, I mean, very exciting game uh, for nervous watchers like myself who tend to use expletives during the game. Gosh, that was just awful. Like, mm-hmm. I, And the worst part was that both teams were playing well. I mean, there was that third and 13 throw by Josh Allen, which just could not have been a more perfect throw you know, to, the, to the front corner of the end zone. Oh, and, yeah. you know, and a ridiculous play from their
2: draft pick. Um, I
0: mean, just... You know, yeah, James
2: Cook running like his life depended on it. Right, yeah. When like it's kind of like I know he was good this year and like he ran for a lot of yards, ran for well over a thousand and is a pro bowler, I'm pretty sure. But he like never seemed like you know he's gonna be a the dominant the dominant performance of the game. And like if I don't understand why teams just get away from running the ball when you're getting six yards on it. Like, it was just so (sighs) confounding for the Bills to be like, no, screens will work, screens will work. And it's like... And and to be fair,
0: for the Bills, the screens were working. And then, you know, big-time players make big-time plays in big-time spots. And the, the Bills' biggest players showed up a little bit, but when it really came down to the very clutch plays, like the really long balls, Josh Allen at the end of that game when, you know, when their objectives should have been number one, score a touchdown, and number two, kick a field goal, but make it easy, they went for the the big play twice in a row, mm-hmm. missed twice, and then you're at then you're at third and thirteen with the game on the line, and it was it, and it was over from there. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then that really weird, you know, the the funniest part about the whole game is that that weird, you know, uh, fourth down call when they faked the punt. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then you have to remember on that drive, the Chiefs got their play extended from the, the the pass interference penalty, which probably shouldn't have been mm-hmm. pass interference because he was not five yards down the field. That's legal contact. But that was also the drive where McCole Hardman fumbled out of bounds. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, everybody wins. The Bills make a bad play. Chiefs don't capitalize. Chiefs get bailed out by the refs. And the the refs people can't say anything because the Chief didn't score any points
2: on that drive. Yeah. The It was a real ball-don't-lie moment, honestly. Yeah. And, you know... It's, that's just how the cookie crumbles, but we have to give his Zay flowers to uh, um Justin Reed. Like that guy is a dog and yeah. not allowing anything on those plays. Sneed having great tackles. See, and here's the thing too. This team is so good at tackling. Yeah. Like are. I was looking just through box scores and that's what caught my eyes so much from this weekend is like a lot of teams average around 40 to 50 tackles during their game we had like 84 total tackles and like, those are like combining the like solo and assisted and everything like that. But like sure. it, that it was well and above everybody else's because like we were getting it, them down in open space, uh, especially in those moments. So. <laughs> and
1: that actually kind of made the game a little frustrating at times. Cause like you're tackling them every play, but they're getting like six yards yeah. on first down then. And then they're making these really long extended drives. Whereas, like, other times, it's like, oh, they get a 20-yard bomb, and then they go three and out from there. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I
0: mean, and what it really came down to is game of inches, you know? Yeah. yeah. The Bills, you know, like I said, Stefan Diggs on that deep throw, just drops it. You know, cold weather, understandable drop. But, uh, like I said last week, it, we were, when I talked about how that literally that one catch for MVS was going to make a difference, he had two huge catches in this game. Mm-hmm. And huge. And it just really opened up the field. It opened up Rasheed Rice. It opened up Travis Kelsey. I mean, he had a great game, 75 yards, two touchdowns. You know, that, that week of rest looked like it really mattered for him. And just, you know, everyone, just each team, everybody played really well. And it came down to really minute details. If McCole Harmon doesn't fumble, the game isn't close. It's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If Tyler Bass doesn't miss that field goal, I mean, I think people need to remember, there was two minutes left in that game. And the Chiefs have two timeouts. So, yeah. there was a whole lot of time for the chiefs to get down the field, really stall and kick a game winner. Yeah. And also, you know, with new overtime rules, it wouldn't have even been over if the chiefs failed to score. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, great game for the neutrals, awful game for I think both fan bases up until, you know, the 92nd mark for Chiefs fans. Right. But yeah. Oh, did you see that guy that got the Bills championship tattoo? <laughs> no. Please <laughs> <He> stop <laughs> oh doing that. Oh my 90- gosh. If you're listening to Dom, that's true, and you're wondering, hey, Owen, at some point, should I, before the season, get a Chiefs Super Bowl tattoo? I'm going to tell you no. I don't care if we resurrect prime Randy Moss and put him on the Chiefs team and then get prime... Terrell uh, Rivas. Yeah, prime Terrell Lawrence Rivas. Taylor. If, I don't care if they <laughs> sim this and it's the Montreal whatever the hell they're... The Montreal Alouettes versus the <laughs> all Chiefs of all time. Do not... Get a tattoo, because it's still any given Sunday. But I, like, but even though I, I, think you know people thought the Bills were the better team, and I don't think, but I don't think the Bills were the better team at any point in that game.
3: Yeah,
2: no,
0: I think you have an argument for the first half, but the second, the second half started, and the Chiefs go down to immediately, get a touchdown. That, that's that's what I knew. We had a really really good chance of winning that game.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, as you all know, the Chiefs are on to the AFC Championship game. Will they be facing the Ravens? So, we're going to do our Chiefs versus Ravens preview. Let me see what this next slide is. Okay, good. So, Chiefs playing the Ravens. Just right off the rip, how are you guys feeling about this game?
1: Feeling okay. Um, The Ravens have looked pretty good, like especially the second half of the season. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember their last loss, but it was probably to someone like the Steelers or...
2: It was the last game of the season when they rested all of their players. Yeah. But before that, it was the 33 31 Browns game.
1: Okay. Yeah. So um, a little bit nervous. This is like obviously, again, on the road. It's not a team that we've played in the playoffs before. No. Um, and I don't. It's been a couple years since we've even played the Ravens. Yeah, it's um, been a little bit. I well, think
0: the last time we played them was the. The C E H fumble game, C E H fumble game, which was yeah. when he was really when he was a really productive player for us. So it was kind of shocking that he fumbled there,
1: right? Um, so I don't know what to think. Like, obviously, we've kind of thought about the Ravens as being playoff chokers mm-hmm. the last few years, but I mean, they got a pretty nice W this weekend, and they get a host at home again this week. So
2: personally, I'm feeling really good about this game. I have not bought into the Ravens anymore. Um, because of their win against Houston, because the big thing is they beat a rookie quarterback with a team that I can't name more than like six players on, and I especially any head on head defense. Yeah, yeah, like here, let me look up the here. You keep I know, here, and I'm gonna I look know their the Bills we'll yeah, I know, I know the that, um, yeah, I know the Texans playmakers, Nico Collins, and um, but their running back is Devin Singletary that dude ran for nothing and um I wasn't yeah nothing about that win um convinces me at all that the Ravens are scarier than they were the main thing was they didn't make CJ Stroud turn over the ball at all the Raven or the Texans had no turnovers in that game so all they were doing were punting and then had uh, downs at the end of the game but yeah.
0: So for reference,
2: we're for referencing yeah, to, 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 to back up
0: your point. Uh, in pro football reference, points for the Texans defense is number eleven. The Chiefs defense is number two. Mm-hmm. In terms of yards, the Texans defense is number fourteen. The Chiefs defense is once again number two. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot different for Lamar Jackson in that offense uh, playing against Kansas City. Yeah. Season.
2: And I guess like yeah, the Texans have really young guys on defense, like Derek Stingley, the number one or the number. Two two overall pick, three um, from... uh, Last year. um, Yeah, LSU. And then they got Will Anderson, of course, in the trade. So Houston was a very well-put-together team. They're going to be good
0: in the future. They just weren't ready now.
2: Yeah, they weren't ready at all. Like, very much well ahead. Had a great season. They can't complain at all. And I'm sure their fans are pretty happy with how it turned out and with Stroud. But, like, the... um, yeah, Baltimore did not make them turn the ball over. Um, they didn't sack C.J. Stroud at all either. So you've got two things that really kill an offense, and Baltimore wasn't able to do that at all. And they've everybody says they've got this great defense. I don't know. I'm not buying it. I I don't technically
0: per stats they are number one. Yes. In points four.
2: Yes, and I just wonder. Did they not play the right competition at the right time? They didn't like, play a first place schedule. That's for sure. Th-
1: <laughs> yeah, they turned over Brock Purdy four times, which is like what you expect from Brock Purdy, yeah. but <laughs> hasn't really been the case in the NFL. Speaking of
0: Brock Purdy, I want to get into that just real quick. I think that Brock Purdy showed that he is by far the worst quarterback left in the playoffs. Oh yeah. And right. I think that that last game against the Packers showed that even the Packers are also not ready. And if the Packers would have executed better, they probably should have won that game. Mm-hmm. But neither team really deserved to win. But I think that the Packers deserved to win less than the Niners did. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you that uh, if Brock Purdy in this uh, in this NFC Championship game, if they win against the Lions somehow, I will not be worried about whoever they play, either the Chiefs or the Ravens. That they'll be winning too.
1: Yeah, that's another thing. I'm I'll, I'd say I'm more worried about the Ravens than either of the NFC
2: teams right now. Yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. I, I would still say I'm more worried about the 49ers because if you look at that defense like yeah, they have Nick Bosa Chase Young Dre Greenlaw, uh, Frank Warner, Fred, Fred, Fred Warner, Warner yeah. sorry and uh, Charverius, Ward. Charverius Ward like the dudes they have on defense they feel better than they were when we faced them in 2020 for right. sure um, and like It's just the only thing with the 49ers is if you can get a lead on them, then you're in a good shape because that team is not built back to come back at all. It is just Kyle Shanahan's like, let me take your brain, shove some stuff into it about exactly what we're going to do, and then don't don't do anything else. But then if that's not working, you know, we'll see what happens.
0: (laughs) Right, and that's kind (laughs) of where we get into the point where we're talking about uh, why coaching and quarterback matters. Because mm-hmm. like Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid have shown that they can audible out of things and change up for situations when it's it's needed. Like that one Bills game uh, in the regular season where the Chiefs actually won. No, actually, the, uh, sorry, the 2020 playoffs when we – oh, my gosh, I'm just slamming buttons here with my elbow. Hopefully I didn't press anything too bad. Oh, okay. I just pressed that button. That doesn't matter. Okay, cool. But in the 2020 playoffs when we beat the Bills, and Andy just found out that if we ran the ball, like, the whole game, that mm-hmm. we that we couldn't lose. And so we ran the ball the entire game and beat the Bills. And this game kind of required the same thing, kind of shied away from it, kind of, you know, driving the fans a little bit insane. But uh, he got a lot less cute after that McColl fumble, gave it to Pacheco three straight times to win the game. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I just don't think the 49ers are ready for that. Okay. Moving on a little bit here. So, we're going to get into the three good signs that I have found for a Chiefs win. So, hold on, let me pull that up. Okay, so, number one, Kelsey's back. That week of rest really looked like it did numbers for him. He was averaging, you know, 53 yards a game. Obviously, two touchdowns, 75 yards. Mm -hmm. Just put me into your mindset about what you thought about Kelsey's performance.
2: I mean... Back to what? Because he's Being not gonna. He's not gonna. I don't think he's back to that. I think the miles have shown up, and the all pro to me, if my opinion of an all pro Kelsey, and what I think about is ten receptions, hundred twenty yards, touchdown. Sure, but he's and been dropping
0: the ball recently. No drops at
3: all. This last
2: that, game. I mean, that's a good point. No drops, but that's what I would expect from him too, is to have no drops, like right in the hands. I don't know why that's been happening. But yeah, I think like he can't be the number one option. We do need Rasheed Rice to really like he can't be the guy that is being targeted on these routes. Maybe against Baltimore, because like I don't know who they have covering tight ends at this point because Marlon Humphrey's out, so um and their their back four aren't that like dangerous ones. It's Roquan Smith and then well, I guess their other all-pro they're all is Hamilton. So um, it depends on who's going to be covering him. But I don't care
0: who's covering Travis Kelsey. It's, I, to me, Travis Kelsey is that 2020 Gronk right now. You, He should be declining. He's going to mm-hmm. catch two touchdowns. He's going to make some plays that you're like, son of a bitch. This guy's a billion fucking years old. How is he making these plays? He's going to make it. Okay.
1: More of a red zone target now than a drive you down the field type sure, guy. Sure, but, I, but feel, I mean he's still pretty good. Like I
0: think, mm-hmm. he's, I think he's nursing an injury. I think that he he feel the season's a little bit long for. Him. I think his age is catching up to him a little bit. But I still think he's going to be great next year. And he's definitely not even close to done. But um, yeah, I, I think I don't know, man. He's just still so good. So that's my first sign is that Travis Kelsey's a good uh, football player. My second good sign, if I could stop throwing away the freaking script here. Did I send you a screenshot? Yeah. Let me just check my screenshot here. Okay, sweet. I have a screenshot. I can stop doing it this way. Okay, number two. The Chiefs have an absolutely excellent defense, and the defense is levels better than the Texans. So, (laughs) Lamar Jackson rushed for 100 yards uh, against the Texans defense. He's not going to do that against this Chiefs defense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just think that the defense is, and also showed up great in the second half. Was getting a little, it you know, was getting a little dicey there in the first half. That well, that's what happens when your quarterback only throws checkdowns against you. It's kind of hard to to guard when uh, your one of your star linebackers goes out with a neck injury. By the way, Willie A did tweet that he'll be he's going to be playing.
2: That's good in Baltimore. Nice, yeah. yeah so, good sign for sure. So
0: that is another good sign, and our last good sign is that. We only had one giveaway and no drops.
1: Yeah. And, like, if you look at the two, because we had one kind of meaningless one from Clyde in the first playoff game, right? Yeah. Like, the McColl one, obviously, situationally seems more uh, meaningful. But it's also not at a point where, like, hey, if the Chiefs don't score or score there, they're not going to win the game because we're up three when right. that happens, mm-hmm. I think. It didn't end up mattering. Right. So not making crucial turnovers or like turnovers at terrible times like when right. you need to get this in.
0: It wasn't it, one of your top impact players making making that
2: play. Yeah. I would I would also throw a fourth sign on there or like a 3B in that we only had three penalties for 15 yards. Like none of the penalties were drive killers at all. Right. That's the thing like that, that is like having no holding calls, no false start calls that are killing those drives like we got sloppy in the I mean, game so we started losing they
0: so. just looked locked in i mean mm-hmm. even even though McColl made that mistake you know he's getting twisted around i've kind of softened like i was really frustrated at the time like i still don't think it was a great decision you know i don't care if pacheco's you know pacheco was hurt on that on that previous play i think you like you know like had to pull the hand me there I'll just yeah. a little bit. Herrickson. Or, yeah. But so he was sorry wasn't able to run the ball. I don't care. Give it up the middle with Clyde. Let Deneric Prince touch it. I McColl already fumbled and so he went to the Travis Kelsey, I mean the Andy Reid school of we're going to give this guy <laughs> another opportunity to make a play. Unfortunately, you know, he didn't make a play. But we're going to see more of McColl Hartman.
3: Mm, you know, no.
0: he, he's not done. We're going to see him. He's going to have a catch or two and I'm going to put him squarely in the MVS box. I think that Coach is gonna. Coach Reed is going to give him an opportunity to make a play, and I think he's going to make it. Because that's what that, – I think that's the whole theme of this This whole Chiefs team this entire year, is that there's been disappointments and setbacks. But all of these players, including the defense, especially like Chris Jones – you know, Chris Jones, people say, oh, he didn't really have too much of an impact that last game. He had, The two batted balls he had were mm-hmm. massive. Oh, yeah. Massive. It stopped a touchdown on one of them and stopped a drive on the other one.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, his batted ball led to the missed field goal, and his batted ball also led to a field goal in the first half.
2: Yeah, I wasn't understanding that when I saw people saying, like, why didn't Chris Jones do anything? I'm like, did you not see him shove that uh, left tackle right into Josh Allen? And, like, that uh, basically caused him to yeah underthrow, short, that ball. Yeah, yeah underthrow that ball to the end zone. Like yeah. So,
0: I well, I think people say a lot of the same things about like Aaron Donald. It's like, oh, he needs to be getting two sacks a game. It's like, well, man, everyone knows he's the best player on that defense, so yeah. he's gonna get double teamed every time.
1: Sometimes exactly. just eating two blocks is all you need from him, exactly.
0: right? Exactly. So, and I think you know the Bills' O line isn't bad at all in any stretch. They had a really healthy O line in that game. You know, obviously they had a lot of players out on their defense, and that really showed for them. And then they had players get hurt in the game, which you know didn't really help them. But that's also why I have faith in the Chiefs defense because we've seen Chiefs players go out and our threes and fours have made plays. I mean, remember that game where Jack Cochran was in against the Raiders, even though we did end up losing that game? It was not the defense's fault at all because Mm -hmm. our backups were going crazy. And so I have confidence that if our starters go out, we will have somebody to step up. Right. Yeah. So And that's my final good sign, unfortunately. I liked what you did with the the 4B there, Aaron. That was good. But unfortunately, guys, we do have to get to the three signs as well. So, first of all, the Ravens, they do have the number one defense in the NFL. You might say, oh, well, I'm not sure, you know, if they've played the same caliber of teams. They definitely haven't. But they did, you know, dominate the Niners and really change the national narrative on what everybody thought the 49ers were and who the Ravens were. Cause going into that game, we were going to be like everyone was really expecting the Ravens to lose by, you know, 10 and then we'd be like, oh, "Okay, see, we knew the Ravens weren't a real team." But then the Ravens just kind of cruised on to the 1 seed. Mhm. So, that is my number. That's my number 1 bad sign. Is that the, also is that if this Tooney injury is serious, which luckily the word has gone out since I wrote the podcast script, <laughs> that Tooney's uh, pectoral injury is just a strain. It's not a grade one or grade two tear at all. So he should be able to play, albeit through some pain, in Baltimore. I'm expecting him to play. Obviously, I'm not a medical doctor or anything.
2: But
3: mm-hmm.
0: the Ravens' D-line is really good.
2: It is really good. Um, yeah, they've got um, the guy whose name I like thought about trying to pronounce, and there's no way possible. He's got 13 sacks. Um, and they, mm-hmm. they can pressure Roquan Smith is very good yep yeah I just I really wonder if it's you know they got to play Jake Browning and Kenny Pickett and um a hodgepodge of they Cleveland did. Browns quarterbacks six times so I think it's yeah for sure. You should not underestimate this defense at all. You're going to be in a lot of trouble if you do. But are but you going to, to
0: do better against the Texans than they did?
2: Yeah. Are are you going to be able to um, get the ball down the field? Are you going to have any like times where the pressure is going to get to him? Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league against pressure, so
0: we'll see. What I want to see is how they deal with Justin Reed because Justin Reed is showing that he wants that second ring mm-hmm. really badly. And he was thumping guys on the Bills. I thought he knocked Smith out of the game with with that one hit. So I'm I'm Smith, right?
2: Smith.
1: Who's Smith? Shakir. Sha- oh Sh- Shakir Shakir. Yeah. Sorry, I
0: thought his last <laughs> name was Shakir Smith.
2: Oh, no, I think no. it's just Shakir.
0: Oh, okay, never mind. Sorry. Yes, Shakir. I thought he knocked him out of the game. I mean, mm-hmm. he laid one on. Him. And yeah. my favorite part about Justin Reed is that they're all clean hits. Mm-hmm. And he's just slamming his shoulder right into you. So, if OBJ takes one of those men, he's tearing all of his chest muscles. Like, yeah. he's done.
2: There's two people on this Ravens offense that are worrisome, and that's Labar and Safe Flowers. And I don't think there's another person that I would consider like you know, a threat to a conference championship caliber defense. And Trent McDuffie's not hurt.
0: Mm -hmm. So, but anyway, we're talking about bad signs here, guys. Be sad. (laughs) So, sorry. (laughs) That was bad sign number one, is that the Ravens' defense is really good. I, I agree with you that I think the Bills were the biggest obstacle for the Chiefs in this playoffs, but that was my number one. My number two was that, Tooney and Gay are injured. Uh, since I wrote this script, both of them have said they are playing. So, uh, I guess bad sign number two ain't so bad.
2: You're really bad at writing bad signs yeah, or I guess. bad omens. Yeah, well,
0: the, the news came out by the time <laughs> I wrote the script. Um, and my number three bad sign is that the Ravens have the least points allowed and the f- fourth most points for on offense. The Chiefs are number two on offense, but the uh the ravens the
1: chiefs have the second most points for this year
0: let me con- let me double check on that it might, uh, it's the, it's the second sorry it's the second least points allowed on okay. offense yeah sorry on defense okay on- only one team has allowed fewer points than the chiefs this year and that's the ravens i believe that is the okay okay, the okay. but yeah so i want everyone to take that into account when thinking about this game the chiefs you to yeah, uh, the, everything's starting to click but the Ravens defense is really good the opportunity for Patrick Mahomes to make a mistake is there the opportunity for their defense to, be, to make a difference is also there so I am I am obviously still worried about this game it's a playoff game it's going to be tough but most of all I am worried about uh, just in general because it's sports that's it what's up are you ready for your Bengals bite the Bengals bite <laughs> no uh, sadly no Bengals bite i heard
1: joe burrow went off in the imaginary playoffs <laughs> yeah, dude, it was
0: crazy I, I did see that they got a w um but something that you said that like struck me as odd was that you said that lamar rushed for like 100 whatever yards and you said that's not gonna happen fucking josh
2: allen rushed for fucking 76 and he's not lamar
0: yeah boy. Josh Allen actually... <laughs> so what do you mean? Josh Quarterbacks Allen, are rushing all over the fucking Chiefs Josh defense. Josh Allen actually is the best rushing quarterback in the league. I mean, probably, but... I
1: don't um, does, he does he have Jalen Hurts touchdown numbers? No, <laughs> he doesn't,
0: but... Uh, everyone always talks about Lamar's rushing numbers when really, Josh Allen is actually the best rushing quarterback in the league. Kind of, kind of surprising. Yeah. I Motherfucker's mean, tall. It's a lot easier I to, think, to rush when you're I tall. I think to the Chiefs are going to use the strategy that they normally use against Lamar, which is make him throw the ball. And I think that is Lamar's weakness, is that he, he's a good quarterback, but let's not get it twisted. He can throw the ball. Mm. But I don't think the Chiefs can lose the game if they completely take away Lamar's rushing.
2: Mm. Yeah, Well, and, like, people bash the Chiefs receivers. The um, Ravens have two receivers that they've drafted in the first four rounds in, like, the past, like, five years. Rashad Bateman and Devin Duvernay. Those guys don't do anything. Like, they actually don't do anything. And so... They are throwing to Mark Andrews, probably going to be out again. Yep. And so they're throwing to Zay Flowers and Isaiah Likely. And, like, so you, it, then you ask, like, okay, make them throw to who? Like, I think, La, I think Lamar with, like, very good wide receivers could throw for 4,000 yards and rush for another 1,500 or something like that. Like, just sure. something crazy that where everything would be opened up. But, yeah, I'm not worried about how to contain him when, like, the, the weapons on the Baltimore Ravens are not something that I... It's,
0: it'll certainly be good. It'll certainly be interesting.
2: Yeah. that was. I just... I, I heard you say that while I was uploading <laughs> okay. Grubbuds, and I was like, what? It's
0: <laughs> like, so, yeah. all right, cool. Fair Have fun. Enough, fair enough. Yeah, but uh, I... Well, that's actually... Come to think of it. One of my keys to the game. So, we're going to get into it. Chiefs will win if these three things happen. So... Do you guys have any Chiefs win if situations?
1: So this one's like kind of obvious. If the Chiefs win the turnover battle, they will win. Um, mm-hmm. But I'd take it a step less. If Patrick Mahomes doesn't have any turnovers, the Chiefs will win. Okay. So like if Clyde comes in and has a fumble or whatever, mm-hmm. that's not going to cost the Chiefs the game.
0: Yeah. Okay, you think, you think the game – I think are- it,
1: it hinges on Mahomes playing safe with the football.
0: Okay. Aaron, do you have any?
2: Yeah, like if we want to quantify um, mistakes, like I think that's something to look at too. Like if we, if the Chiefs will win if they have 45 or less penalty yards, and maybe you turn that into like, I don't know, six or seven penalties or less. Like the only having three in this game, I think just extending those drives, making sure that you're not kicking shooting yourself in the foot on defense. Those are, if I was going to put numbers on them, um, which I don't know if those numbers correlate with winning or not, but to me, it sounds like they do. Sure. (laughs) So I'm going with those.
0: Sure. My thing is the Chiefs will win if Travis Kelsey once again has two touchdowns. If the Ravens can't control Travis Kelsey, the game is going to be over.
2: Subscribe. Subscribe. (laughs) That's a a good one.
0: (laughs) It will be over. So, real quick, I just wanted to go over uh, last week's. So, Truman's uh, Chiefs will win if... Uh, his first one was if the Chiefs score 20.1 points, they'll win. They scored 21 points, they won. Cha-ching. Check. <laughs> uh, the second one is the Chiefs will win if they pass for 265 yards. They didn't, only 215. But they still won. So, count it. Check. Truman actually didn't give a third reason last week. I just wanted to point that out. It was really funny. He kept talking and then just forgot that he didn't give a third reason. <laughs> um, but my, mine... Or Travis Kelsey, two touchdowns in the win. Check. Happened. Yep. MVS, no drops was my second one. Check. Cha-ching. No drops. <laughs> and Pat throws three touchdowns. Didn't happen. Still one. Only two touchdowns for Pat.
2: Yeah, because of the Pacheco run, right? Yes,
0: because Pacheco mm-hmm.
2: ran the other one, and
0: Harrison Butker nailed two field goals that weren't even close to missing. Your nice. The That's my goat, man. How, how about <laughs> Bucker? How good has Bucker been this season? He's missed like what? Like, one ex, like one extra point and like maybe like, he missed
1: like a field goals. goal against the patriots and they had like the announcer jinx right before it or yeah. something yeah. it was pretty late in the season
0: yeah he's missed like three kicks out of like 57 or something this yeah. whole year Been amazing. yeah okay so there's your chiefs win if how about the chiefs lose if do you guys have any we need three so we'll oh yes one. i do
2: um or we can all do three. It doesn't the matter. Chiefs will lose if they punt the ball four or more times. You think they'll need to score on most of their possessions? I think they'll need to score on most, on, most of their possessions. And um, I've always wondered why we don't count punts as turnovers a little bit. Like, I get it in that like it <laughs> happens all the game, it happens in the game all the time. Everybody would average seven turnovers yeah, if what, that was what? the case. Yeah, three, <laughs> but only three punts in this last game, right? Yeah. Yeah, the Bills punted
0: twice and we punted once. Yes, and I think mm. I think that was it.
2: Yeah, just getting into their territory, um, because I really, again, I really think our defense is so much heads and tails better above anything the Ravens have seen that like if we get three field goals, we might be good. Obviously, we want more points than that. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, but just getting into onto their side and. So, wait, so what's what's your Chiefs will lose if? If they punt, did I say four or five or more times? I think you said four or more. Okay, maybe I, I think I meant five or more. Okay. Yeah. So, four punts, you know, if you sprinkle those out, those aren't going to matter as much. But if if we're punting a lot, if this becomes that like Mm -hmm. 14 to 13 battle, I don't want to deal with that. I think,
0: I think that, yeah, I think if the Chiefs show up with a Bengals like offense where, They're not exactly scoring a bunch of touchdowns, but they're getting to field goal every time. I think, once again, 21 points. W. Mm -hmm. Evan?
1: Um, I'm going to say if the Ravens have someone rush for over 100 yards. Just anybody. Yes, so Lamar or maybe like Gus Edwards might burn us or something like that.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. Ooh, Gus Edwards. I'm so scared. Ooh, the bus. <laughs>
0: I think, Gus the bus. I think the Ravens win if they sack Patrick Mahomes three or more times. Yeah. I think Patrick can take two sacks. I think three is a lot.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So I think if they if they sack Patrick Mahomes three times, that probably kills three drives. But once again, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the history of the game on third and twenty plus. So yeah. I think it converts at like sixty percent or something stupid. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so that's, that's how I think, or I think if Harrison, Harrison Butker misses more than one kick, I think he'll, I think he'll miss a kick and I think we can still win if he misses a kick. Yeah. But if he misses two, I think it's done. Cause I think on a lot, it's going to come down to, I think it's gonna be close right now. The Ravens are three point favorites. So I think it'll come down to that three points margin. I think if, okay. if, if once again, it shows up like the bills game, our kicker made more kicks. We won game. Hell yeah. So, oh yeah. That's kind of my thing. And so, and real quick, I want to revisit last week because I thought it was also pretty funny because uh, Truman and I actually went perfect on the Chiefs (laughs) will lose if. So, uh, we, uh, mine were if the Chiefs have three turnovers or more, we'll lose. We didn't have three turnovers, we won. Uh, I said if Isaiah Pacheco rushes less than 10 times, he rushed for exactly 15. I know a lot of people were sweating that one because on most sports books, The over/under for Pacheco uh, carries was fourteen and a half, and
3: (laughs) he
1: rushed the last three or whatever.
0: And he got his fifteenth carry on the last play of the game. So, (laughs) it was close. But yeah, I think if once again if Isaiah Pacheco runs ten or more times, the Chiefs will win. And uh, my third one was if Pat throws two picks, we'll lose. And he threw zero picks because it's playoff, Patrick Mahomes. Oh yeah. Trumans were was two plus turnovers. Didn't happen. So we won. Uh, Truman said we'll also lose if our special teams are bad our special teams were great uh, I guess Tommy Townsend's punt could have been better but once again his punts that went to the back his one punt that went to the back of the end zone was not his fault the runners should have been looking for the ball it was a great punt
1: it bounced at like the five yeah I mean, it bounced like, like
0: yeah in a really good spot but the special teams were really good so we won and it, Truman said if the Chiefs play like they play in the regular season we'll lose it's playoffs versus the Bills Truman come on yeah um, I'd also like, my last note that I have on these little sticky notes is that we played nothing like, uh, we played not different at all in Buffalo versus Kansas City. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has proven that, uh, home field advantage means nothing to him. He has never been phased a single time. The noise has never gotten to him. So mm-hmm. we can stop worrying about that. And there is a 0% chance that Baltimore is a more intimidating place to play than Buffalo. Because as tortured as Bills fans are, they are... Top two fans in the whole league. Probably top one, honestly.
1: They are insane.
0: They are elite. They are probably the best fan base in the NFL. And unfortunately, they are the saddest fan base in the NFL right now. Um, Hide your tables. Yeah, hide your tables. (laughs) Reach out to your local Bills fan. Uh, It's rough for them right now. But, yep, that's my Chiefs lose if. Now, we're going to get into it, boys. I want some score predictions for this game. Me, personally... I'm going 24-17 Chiefs. I think it's going to be more of a defensive game. I think that Harrison Butker nails his field goals, and uh, well, his field goal in this situation. And I'm not sure that the Ravens kicker does. I think Justin Tucker's been on a slide. He's looking <laughs> a lot worse than he's been. Seriously, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it might. I'm, he might almost be leaning his yeah. retirement. Like I,
2: it's, I know he's missed some kicks this year. Yeah, I kind of remember that now. Now that you say that, so yeah, I'm going 24-17 Chiefs.
1: I'll go pretty much right with you but 23-17 I think Chiefs make 3 field goals instead of uh, I like that a lot, Instead That's of 3 good. touchdowns. But
2: I'm going to go with 34-20 Chiefs. <sighs> nice.
0: Like popping off on Taking the <laughs> over. Yes.
2: Exposing the this, fraud defense yes. is what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. Like <laughs> the way they looked so crisp in this last game. The Chiefs, did the Chiefs look so crisp. Everybody looks so crisp. I think everybody's locked in. Getting in, winning back-to-back Super Bowls, having that as motivation, like, it's hard. Yeah, and We've seen it from across the board to get to back-to-back Super Bowls with teams falling off after their Super Bowl year and everything like that. This team just looks like they're clicking on all cylinders. The, just, I can't, Bang that drum enough yeah, of so, like so
0: you think you think the Chiefs are going to continue to click
2: and they're going to have like their best offensive yes. game of the and season outside of the Bears game. They their missed tackle percentage is six point six percent. I know that's a really obscure stat, but that is like one of the best that you can possibly have with like all the tackles that happen during the game. I love being able to just get out see ball hit ball, especially in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So. Thirty-four twenty, and yeah, I think we could see some longer touchdowns. We could see some much longer runs. You know, maybe Richie James takes one back. It's worth Boy, a it thought. That
0: be great. <laughs> Owens <laughs> goat, <laughs> <my> Richie James. <laughs> also, touching on that, I think that's the best bit ever. When any player makes any play, you go, "Hey, that's my goat." X yeah. Person, I obviously you heard me do that a lot. I, uh, the watch party this weekend but mm-hmm. I will never not do that it's so fun it's so fun okay so we got twenty three seventeen from Evan we got 34-20 from Aaron and I predicted a 24-17 yeah how about them Chiefs handlers to read thank you for your subscription oh hey I'm asking you I don't know if you're still in here but uh, as a Bengals fan would you rather see the Chiefs or the Ravens win because I know Bengals, Ravens Great all hate question. each other I know that Ravens fans – I've seen this on Twitter. That All the pussy it can eat, you know? Joe Burrow went like up against a the sugar dude. The Like a sugar cube. Mocking Joe Burrow like mm. the whole time. No no, claps from getting off the field. Uh, apparently they were like vile towards Joe Burrow when he got a season-ending injury uh, in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So I've seen some uh, Bengals fans say, I, you know, I still hate the Chiefs some more, go Ravens. But I've seen a, a non-insignificant number of Bengals fans saying it – it's disgusting that I have to say this, but go Chiefs. So, <laughs> I'm interested to see uh, what read has to say as we go on. So, okay. I think that's just going to about sum it up for our Chiefs content. Um, What's next? We
2: have betting on that. Oh, never mind. Not yet. Yes.
0: But we do have the overreactions. Okay. So I'm going to go to my screenshots first, and then I'm going to go to the Twitter we can go from there. So Okay. From Allison, she says Chiefs are winning the Super Bowl.
3: Not
1: an
0: overreaction.
2: <laughs> Not an overreaction. I don't think it's an overreaction either. <laughs> I
0: think that just after this last game, I think the Bills were the major hurdle for the Chiefs. I look at these last remaining three teams and I'm like, and yeah. we could beat any of these guys. Like yeah. Yeah. I just think that Josh Allen was the, the quarterback that was going to do it. Like, I think Lamar's obviously the best quarterback that's not named Patrick Mahomes left. Mm-hmm. But I think Josh Allen was the scarier one for the Chiefs. Yeah. I think that's just Chiefs team is built to contain Lamar better than every other defense because they're going to take away throws, they're going to make him run, and I'm not sure Lamar can get to the third
2: reason. Especially with that run that the Bills had, it just seemed like they were invincible after we hear about how Sean... McDermott tried to use 9/11 as that was a, just so a, crazy as a um uh mo- motivation booster. I don't. They just went on a crazy run. Thankfully, they're gone. <laughs> yeah. So okay, not an overreaction off the board. Uh,
0: Big Steve says I didn't watch a single second. Uh, I think that's an overreaction. I don't. know. I think you should be watching. Yes. Uh, agreed. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, you should be watching, Steve. Come on. Uh. Every man wildcat says McCole Hardman should never be allowed on the field again. Uh I think that's an overreaction. I know I was really upset at the time, but uh he's McCole's made some plays for us in the past. I think he has a leash. I think there's a reason we didn't see him after that play again on the field, but I we all know we're going to see M- some more.
1: McCole. McCole's fast enough. Uh he could be downing Tommy Townsend punts. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he could make it there. Yes.
0: <laughs> Put Good an, point. Put an echo though. I mean, what are we doing? Why is Echo Echo Boydo not? Out I think he
1: the might guys? have been injured or like not in the like not available for the game. Well, yesterday. get him available.
0: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Jeffrey says Mahomes is the goat, and I'm tired of people pretending like he isn't, and that is not an overreaction. I think just the first throw to Travis Kelsey was just now a ridiculous tight window throw that he just makes look effortless.
2: It's an overreaction. Not an overreaction. Unless. Still Brady. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's an overreaction unless we get this one. If we get the Super Bowl this year, not an overreaction. Yeah.
0: This one. Super Bowls before, before turning 29 is crazy.
2: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. This one is like, I I put it in last week or maybe a couple weeks ago of like, this would be the most impressive one. I still think so. This would be the most impressive run, playoff run and Super Bowl. Like if this one works, then we're just willing to keep the conversation going. It's just crazy getting 7 Super Bowls, man. Like I I can't we're not even halfway there. <laughs> so Yeah,
0: that'd be wild. But once again, Tom Brady got his last one was what, 44? Yeah. Yeah. Mahomes well, isn't even 30 yet. Winning a Super if we win this one, we're winning a Super Bowl every other year.
1: Basically.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: We're in a great spot as Chiefs man. His this floor
1: is, is the AFC Championship game.
0: Yeah, he's never finished worse than the AFC Championship game. And as of right overtime now... Overtime in the AFC yes, Championship as of game. right now, he hasn't finished worse than overtime in the AFC Championship game. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just insane. Um, Framps says, K-State women's basketball, unfortunately, won't win the Big 12 now, now that Lee is out for four weeks. Uh, I would like to check the standings. How many games... Ahead, are they or
1: are they tied? They're one ahead. Um,
0: are they winning? Did they lose tonight?
1: They are tied in the fourth now. They were down like 12 points in the first half against Baylor. Now they're tied 47 all in the fourth. So,
0: yeah, and we'll have to revisit this because
1: we're, yeah, win this game. uh, if they win this game, they are winning the Big 12. If they win this game without Lee on the road against Baylor, who's been, we've only won there once in the last 20 years for the women's team, um, without our best player, um, yeah, I think we're gonna win the Big 12 because Lee will be back John, around Valentine's it? Day.
2: Yeah, I think it's an overreaction. I mean, we can easily still win the Big 12 even if we lose this one and others because, it, oh, like, Truman's calling.
0: Hello, what's up, buddy? Oh, he's calling in. Hold on, hold on. Let me put you on. Speaker,
1: <laughs> he's gonna be like, you guys have not had your mics on all. T- yeah, I was <laughs> like, on all, t- <laughs> all <laughs> podcast. Gonna say something worrying.
0: What's up, Truman?
3: probably wrong about signing (laughs) (laughs) McCollard. what
0: what makes you say that Truman ah no nothing you know just just
1: the way I'm
3: feeling
0: right now you know ah interesting interesting okay I, I will tell you though that he'll probably make one or two good plays in the next game don't you think (laughs) <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So do you have, a real quick, do you have an under or over reaction? I mean, a, a reaction for us? Uh, one reaction. I believe
3: that the Chiefs will hold Lamar Jackson under 50
0: yards rushing. There's my overreaction. reaction Ooh, Ooh. Whoa, that's Ooh. spicy. All right, thank you, Truman. Thank you. Uh, we look forward to seeing you at bowling tomorrow. I mean, Wednesday. Goodbye, my friend. Thank you for calling in. Who <laughs> <laughs> under fifty yards rushing? <sighs> do I do I dare say that's not that's not an overreaction? That's kind of scary, guys.
1: Lamar had seventy six. Is that or he, nah, Josh, Josh Allen, Allen had seventy six. Let me
0: confirm that yeah. for you.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, it's an overreaction because <laughs> he's the only guy out there. He's gonna put like, and this is his time. Like. Last game was, like, the prove-it game of, like, I'm not a fraud at all. But, like, this one, like, he is expecting, you know, this is the time to win this game. I think he'll put his body on the line for the 50th yard just to show Truman he's wrong. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah,
0: as we know, Lamar's <laughs> listening into the show, which is why he's been fueled, because I've been calling him a fraud all year. Um, But, yeah, so, yeah, Josh Allen, two touchdowns, 72 yards on the ground last week. But I think Aaron's right. I mean... We know Snead is going to clamp flowers, so who does that leave? Oh, uh, Glass Bones and Paper Skin, man.
2: OBJ, mm-hmm. Isaiah Likely, and who else? Rashad Bateman, Devin Duvernay. Yeah, no guys that had less than four hundred yards receiving. Right. So like, against, <laughs> against our other uh, other corner, which
0: is Trent McDuffie. Mm-hmm. Man. Oof. Yeah. Like, and listen, I know that the Ravens corners are good too, but. Patrick Mahomes puts it in a place where it doesn't matter how good you are. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't think it's an overreaction. Actually, I think that the Chiefs will probably hold him. I think the lights might be a little bit too bright for
2: Lamar.
1: Who's uh, who's gonna be the quarterback spy on Lamar? What do you think?
2: Probably Willie Gay again. He'll, Willie he'll Gay? Be back. nice. I mean, Nick Bolden. Like I, Nick Bolden leads the team in tackles. Of course, he. I, I think if there's one person who could hunt him down like the shark. We'll
1: time to time pieces. to re-sign frank clark is <laughs> yeah. that what you're saying there no,
2: dude i know chris jones was really
0: <laughs> arguing for the re- re-signing and red beach was like no he's washed yes <laughs> um okay another one from France. packers did not deserve to win that game but neither did the 49ers packers had plenty of chances to put the game away early and late in the game 49ers got bailed out despite being outplayed by the packers all game um I don't think that's an overreaction. I do think the Packers looked better. However, they also showed us um why they lost, which is they're not ready yet. Their their quarterback, Jordan Love, made that awful throw uh late in the game, which is just what we see from, you know. I Jordan Love is essentially a rookie quarterback right now. I know this is year 4 for him, but this is, he's an essential he's essentially this is his first full year starting, you know. He's essentially a rookie. Um and that's what you see from inexperienced quarterbacks. I mean, that first game that the Chiefs had against uh, Justin Herbert, we remember, it was like third and one. And Justin Herbert had like 20 yards of space to run into on third down. And he chucked to the end zone and got picked. And they lost because of it. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what we saw with Jordan Love. He forced that throw, and they lost because of it. So I don't think that's an overreaction. I do think the Packers did outplay the Niners, but... This is what happens in the playoffs. The team that makes less mistakes and less coaching mistakes wins the game.
2: Yeah. I don't think it was an overreaction or not an overreaction. I think that's just a reaction um, to the reality of what happened. Yeah, just spot there. on. <laughs> yeah, just spot on.
0: Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, I also didn't
1: watch that game, so...
0: <laughs> uh, Vincent says, when playing any game, sometimes you win, you lose... Sometimes- I mean, sorry... When playing any game, sometimes you win, and sometimes your opponent loses.
1: Not an overreaction. I I get that. Like, we talk about, like, this whole season, any times the Chiefs lose, we're like, oh, the Chiefs beat themselves. That's got sort of like what that's saying, right? Like, right. the Raiders didn't beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs beat themselves. The Packers didn't beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs beat themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. And so on. Right.
0: right now let me check the Twitter.
1: I've got a couple.
0: One yeah. last time. You got some more? Yep. Go ahead, Evan. Um
1: not football related. Uh Born is the best action franchise.
0: <laughs> overreaction. <laughs> um I think that's a small overreaction. I think it's really, really good, but Transformers is right there, <laughs> and if you just if you just exclude the the last five movies, Transformers one, two, three are great. Uh, two is terrible. But Dark
1: I, of the Moon.
0: Uh, three is good. Um, Revenge of the Fallen is bad.
1: All right. Uh, next, someone said in retaliation to that, uh, Fast and Furious is the best action franchise.
0: If you once again look at the first like five movies, then yes. If your
2: memory wipes at Fast Five, then it's great. The second they go to space. (laughs) Well, I'd say not an overreaction for that one because that's kind of the one that I was thinking of, along with like James Bond. But like, oh, James James Bond is right there, Evan. That's that's, that's
0: tough. (laughs) Have you seen a bad James Bond movie? Mm -hmm. Even the classics, like,
2: man, they're so good. (laughs) Yeah. And there's like four. Exactly. Uh, I'm sure Kingsman, also in this movie. Oh, I do love Kingsman. Alien. (laughs) Aliens also there, but that's not as much action. Yeah, but it, yeah, the first one's like a horror. I'd say more. Yeah. Then, then the, aliens then is more of an, an action. action.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, last one. Well, unless Evan has more. I,
1: have got one that I don't understand. Stanislav Petrov is the most important person of the 21st century. Uh, who said that? My my guy Calvin.
0: Who is Stanislav? I Stanislav? have no idea who
1: Stanislav <laughs> Petrov. Let's
0: find out who that is. Stanislav. Oh, Stanislav oh, on these he's, nuts! He's the guy who did not launch the nukes
2: uh, when
0: the Russians had the nuclear alarm. So in in the eighties, in the late eighties.
1: So the twentieth
0: century, then. Yes, but I mean, also coincidentally, the twenty first century as well. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, Stanislav Petrov. I rem- I'm remembering now. Uh, in the eighties, during the Cold War, the Russians had a nuclear alarm where they had a they had a test. Well, not a test, but they had a malfunction, and their equipment was saying the U.S. had launched a nuke against Russia. And, obviously, Russia's code was to fire nukes back. But this guy, Petrov, refused to give the go-ahead on the nuclear alarm, saying there's no way, and uh, to double-triple-check. And so, like, he held off for, like, I think he was in in a ridiculous amount of time. And then, eventually, they, you know, hey, you know, yeah, it was a false alarm. But nope. that's not, who Stanislav Petrov is. Not an overreaction. Not an overreaction. Seems pretty it's important. Really important <laughs> guy in history. And uh, a much less serious one coming from uh, your boy Adam. He says, the Super Bowl is actually the AFC Championship. Tooney possibly being out... Of, okay, well, he's got a couple here. The Super Bowl is actually the AFC Championship. I don't think that's an overreaction. I think that the AFC Championship, whoever wins, will win the Super Bowl.
2: The NFC so freaking bad, too. Yeah. Like... Can we just, like, you know, really just kind of say that the AFC championship might be more impactful long-term in terms of legacy and going to the Super Bowl than a Super Bowl win against, like, if the Lions get there? I'm worried that the Lions are going to win the (laughs) NFC championship and then lose by, like, 20 to whoever makes it from the AFC.
3: Yeah.
2: Absolutely could happen. I'm I'm worried about that. Well, the
1: AFC has, like ten of the best fifteen quarterbacks in the league, right? And
0: yeah. I think every year we see this the best quarterback at that time is winning the Super Bowl. And the notable exception being Patrick Mahomes in the twenty twenty Super Bowl, because you might say, oh Patrick Mahomes are terrible at that game. Patrick Mahomes was not terrible in the twenty twenty Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Everybody else was. He hit two players in the end zone in their face mask. Yeah. Like, that's not let's not forget that. Um his next take is Tooney possibly being out is a huge issue. That may cost us the game. He's not going to be out, but if he was out, it would cost. His, it might cost him the game. agree. No. Uh, his third take: Carl Loftus is a monster. I don't think that's an overreaction.
1: Furious George.
2: He, um, I've never met him in person, so I can't judge him by that standard. Is he a monster? <laughs> he could be. He could be the biggest like little kitty like cuddler and like you know. How dare you judge that man? Whoever Fair. this is, <laughs> it's your boy Adam. Uh it's uh, a <laughs> you know Adam. Yeah. Um number 4, his fourth
0: take, we get two interceptions versus the Ravens if we win. I could see a Lamar pick, uh maybe one tip pick and one heave at the end of the game. Yeah.
1: I was feeling more like a fumble from Lamar.
0: That yeah. is what I'm feeling too. I'm feeling the he gets the the random Jalen Hurts kind of thing where he just loses it.
2: Yeah. yeah, well, and he'll also like just kind of swing it out he like like he's the the going to the crab you know, like the, the crab tree. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, okay, I don't think that's an overreaction either And this the last one, uh, before we get to my take uh, Stefan Diggs does not stay with the Bills after the season Probably traded away
1: uh, Stefan Diggs is going on to reality television after this season <laughs> That's where he's meant to be
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. He is a diva, absolutely yeah. There's, yeah. there's a reason that Minnesota let him go Wait, It seemed crazy at the time, but man, he's
2: he kind of looks like a locker room cancer Yeah, not an overreaction Yeah um, send them to Carolina.
3: You're going to Cancun, <laughs> buddy.
0: Um, oh, what was my take that I had? I had, I had a take. It was about the Chiefs I forgot. Well, it's gone forever now. I don't, I don't remember. Okay. But that is, uh, that's all we've got for overreactions with the overreact, the OA reactor. So <laughs> we're going to move on now. Uh, Our last one, we're going to talk about our playoff brackets. So, this one is mine. Um, Obviously, uh, Aaron, move your head to the left or right real quick. So, obviously, um, I picked the Green Bay-San Francisco game correctly. Go me. But uh, I picked both of the teams incorrectly for the NFC Championship game. So, I mean, for the NFC Divisional round leading into it. So, it is Lions versus Niners in the NFC Championship. And after seeing this last one, I think we probably see Lions to the Super Bowl. I think that the quarterback factor is what's going to do um, San Francisco in. And obviously got the one side of the AFC championship game wrong with the Browns <laughs> getting there. But to be fair, that means I only missed one game in the, in the AFC playoffs. So, uh, well, I guess, sorry, two. But um, it's Ravens-Chiefs. Uh, I do th- still think the Chiefs get it done. I think that. I don't know. If the Chiefs lose, I think that there's going to be dropped balls and fumbles and the Chiefs just just lost it. But I don't know, man. Just seeing us beat Buffalo like we did, like should have been winning by 13 probably, <laughs> it just amped me up for this week. Oh, I remember my take. <laughs> remember my take. The most important part, my take, is this. The most important part of the Chiefs winning versus the Bills is now I have time to catch up on the franchise you know the the Chiefs YouTube series the franchise oh yeah oh have you not watched it Aaron no Aaron holy Evan have you watched it nope oh my gosh you guys okay <laughs> so that's your homework you need to go home and look up uh the franchise on the Chiefs YouTube so it'll be in, you'll go to playlists and it'll be the franchise 2023 2024 you have enough time to watch the whole series it's 30 minute like mini it's a mini like mini documentaries it's like yeah. 20 to 30 minute like hard knocks
2: yes But produced in-house. Yes. You will absolutely fall
0: in love with it. You're going to go back and also probably end up watching all of the the two previous seasons of the franchise. Mm -hmm. The franchise started um, in 2019 for the Chiefs for that season. So I guess there's five seasons now. But, man, it's really good, guys. you got to go watch it. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, so I guess I'm the only one that can grade that. Not an overreaction. Uh, it's the most important <laughs> part. Um, okay, moving on. Wait,
1: to- so if the uh, Chiefs had lost, would you not have had time? Well, no, because... You I just would have been like, I w- I I'm done with this. Yes,
0: I wouldn't want to watch it. Because <laughs> I know what happens at the end. Yeah. <laughs> nice. um, okay, so this is Truman's bracket. He actually, he nailed it. He got every single pick right. <laughs> Except Except for for the Browns, Browns, yeah. And he didn't get Cowboys ready Why
2: were
0: you guys picking the Browns? Because they were hot. Flacco's Sanity run. (laughs) Well, the main reason is that we were thinking that, one, the Browns were really hype and their defense looked great. And Miles Garrett looked unstoppable. And then we were also picking the Browns because the Ravens did the huge no-no of the double sit.
1: Yeah, yeah, the two-week, like they took off week 18, even though they had the bye week anyway.
0: And, like, you know, normally gotcha. teams, like, put their starters in for, like, a series or something to make sure they still got it. So, I was low on the Ravens going into this. Okay. But Truman Fair pretty enough. much nailed the NFC side, only picking one game wrong on the NFC side. Uh, obviously, he got most of the AFC side correct as well. But both of us predicted it: Kansas City-San Francisco Super Bowl. So, But right now, I, I'm, it's looking like a three-versus-three matchup in the Super Bowl to me. Obviously, we're all biased for the Chiefs because we're Chiefs fans. <laughs> but this is a Chiefs podcast So, shut up. These are my takes. If you want to do a, I don't know, Niners podcast, go do it. I'm sure there's a billion (laughs) of them you can find anyway. Um, Okay. So, now we're on to the betting section. We're going to talk about the parlay, which unfortunately went two out of three this week. Um, I'm actually pretty pissed about it. But, so, let me pull up our picks here real quick. So, I believe it was Chiefs. And Lions, and unfortunately, we also picked the Texans, the Texans, and in our three-team parlay there because at the time the Monday night game was still going, so we could not pick the Bucks or the Lions because mm-hmm. they were still playing. Um, so now it is the parlay of the week because it's only two picks. <laughs> so guys, what are we thinking? I'm thinking you just go uh, Chiefs Lions on the double money line. You get a nice plus seven fifty.
1: Both underdogs. Both underdogs. Yeah.
0: Wait, only plus 750? Yeah, it's only plus... Seven. Well, at least on uh on, on mine.
2: Yeah. Today, when I was playing around with that, um, with the Chiefs, we're at plus 166, and the Lions at plus 240. Mm-hmm. It was like plus 831 on FanDuel. Personally, I'm just kicking myself
0: that I didn't get it on the Chiefs plus 900 Super Bowl odds.
2: Yeah. I was listening to Dom, that's true.
0: Uh... I was listening to the last week's episode today, and Truman was talking about how his cash-out was up to $32 last week. I wonder, he, he's he got to be positive.
1: My mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so I did a $50 bet on FanDuel before the season, like, because of their... Uh,
0: the, oh, wait, the buyback the, thing? Where they, the, where they give
1: you a $5 bet, bet free bet for each win, which, mm-hmm. it, like, even if you don't think the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl, you think they're going to get 10 wins, which they did. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's a pretty good bet. Um so, I think...
0: What were the odds at the, the beginning?
1: Uh, Let's see. It was at plus 600, like, nice. in the summer. And so, I want to say, during the Bills game, it might have gotten down to, like, a $22 cash-out. Mm-hmm. And then, it uh, looks like right now, it's a $53 cash-out. Are you going to so, cash it out? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Just I let it ride. I mean, I got my money back already, so...
0: I respect it. I respect it. Yeah. Besides, I don't think you need to cash that out. Yeah. <sighs> It's just a really exciting time to be a Chiefs fan, you know, and yeah. just to think, just you know, like six years ago, we were where the Bills were at, Mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. Except you know, exactly. the Chiefs did win the you know the ancient Super Bowl, but ancient mm-hmm. Super Bowls really don't mean much, mm-hmm. uh, at least the way I'm thinking. Um, Bears fans aren't gonna be like, well, we have we have two Super Bowls.
2: Yeah, I wanted to talk about what the um betting segment this right now. Uh, the chiefs team total is 20 and a half mm-hmm. that seems so insanely low for this How, week yeah for this week oh, geez, against the I'm ravens and it's at it's at minus 110 like 20 and a half seems kind of crazy to me that seems really low and also just uh being a plus 156 dog with jordan like mahomes is jordan he is that good across mm-hmm. across the everything all of time he's got not to go yet but he's like you can give him all the other praise across that so I don't like it would be like okay yeah here's the analogy I was I forgot I was gonna say it would be like if you bet like game one on the 1993 finals I want to say with Jordan and then he's facing Stockton and Malone and Scotty Pittman's hurt And you're like, ah, Scotty Pivens hurt. We're going to make it plus 150 on the bulls. No. Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Like, I don't know what they're looking at. So I'm actually going to bet that right now, Aaron. (laughs) 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 It'd be like, oh, actually, we only think the Chicago Bulls are only going to score like 92 points because Scottie Pippen's out. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah,
0: so I actually uh, went and adjusted and did a bet on Niners-Lions. Right now, it's Niners minus seven, which I think is crazy. So it I went and moved by slider. Crazy. I went to Detroit uh, plus three and a half
2: mm-hmm. and, nice.
0: and, and laid some money on that. Yeah. Which you I think is a that. surefire bet. But mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and bet on that Chiefs bet right now. What did you say it was?
1: 20 and a yeah. half over under points scored by the chiefs
0: yeah oh, okay let me see that if I can do that
1: also just a quick in-game update k KS, or k state women are up fifty eight to fifty five with eleven seconds left Oh Baylor has the ball
0: <laughs> pull that up. do you have can you get the game on your phone?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be on <laughs> Fox sports uh, <laughs> whose screen has been like half frozen the whole game, I think I've just been following the ESPN.
2: And Baylor had 39 points at half. So they've scored 16 points <laughs> in the second half, dude. The number 13 team in the nation. We've only
1: fouled twice.
2: That's pretty good. Oh,
1: my. oh, we just got a big rebound, I think. Can't tell. Um, yeah, I think they fouled us on it. Seriously? Yeah, I'm seeing what they're calling here.
2: I'm showing a foul on Serena Sundell at 10 seconds. Yes. Because we only so, have
1: one foul left in, with 10 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're yeah. not shooting free throws till you hit five, so it's probably a smart yeah. foul. Design. Oh, yeah.
2: Like, just chip it away.
0: Wait, so we fouled them?
2: Yes. Yeah. But, like,
1: it's a good strategy. About right. It, like, just waste time. And then they shot a long three, went off the backboard, didn't touch rim even, um, and missed another layup, And we got the rebound, I think, and the...
3: Okay. I'm
0: not 100% sure. Here, move your mic over. We'll. I want to get this live commentary.
1: There's a uh, 2.7 seconds left. There is a Baylor timeout going on right now. And we have the ball. I believe we have the ball. I'll confirm here. Yeah. In ESPN just a is
2: saying Zayanna Walker had a defensive rebound. Defensive so. rebound. Um, and then a Baylor timeout somehow with just, us having possession is, of it. Yeah, that's, that's true. In that's
1: crazy.
0: Women looking to <laughs> close out a win.
1: Okay. It, it's Baylor's ball. Uh, I think. Ziana Walker must have traveled on the rebound. Uh, so they have two seconds left. They're passing it in. They dribbled it out. Got a blocked shot on the three-pointer. No good. Uh, K-State women just won on the road without oh, their best player. Oh, that's huge against the number thirteen team in the nation. Sweet.
0: K-State yes. is now the number one team in the nation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. Like, I
1: mean. What? South so like, if you're a K-State fan. Get into Bramlage this Saturday as they play BYU. I think in the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, Ten dollars GA tickets. You can pretty much sit in the student section. Yeah, um, it's gonna be I'll, a great game. I'll be going if anyone from KC wants to ride with me. So. And
0: you've been you've been into a couple of the games. And how how's the uh, how's the atmosphere been? Has it been full?
1: Uh, I went to the last two weeks. Um, so Texas, Aaron and I went mm-hmm. together. I think there was about seventy five hundred, which is about a little under. Yeah, Seventy-five percent, maybe. Al- yeah, it's eleven hundred capacity. Yeah, or eleven thousand. Yeah. yeah, um, and that was a pretty good crowd. The KU game that we had this past weekend, there was ninety-six hundred. Dang! So oh, wow. Um, could be looking at a full crowd this Saturday That's if uh, yeah.
2: fans show up. Yeah, like the only places that don't really have fans is behind the goals and stuff. But like, I don't, I don't think that part matters mm-hmm. as much. You, what once you just have everyone crowding the court and everything like that. Oh, it's so cool. So, and it's, you're
0: really close to the court. Yeah. In There's <laughs> yes. not a yeah. lot of
2: space. Yeah. but that's it's really exciting. Cool. Wow.
0: Okay. So, sorry. Sorry about that guys. We're all K-State fans. It's a really big game for our women. Um, We're going to do the parlay. So, uh, Wax, we just did it. So, yeah. So, are you guys with me on Chiefs, Chiefs lines.
1: I like it. That gives you the best odds and like, Neither I, I
2: just can't see either of those favorites winning. Did you uh did you do Lions Money Line? Yeah, or... just money lines. Okay. Yeah, I mean if the Lions get up, for sure.
1: The 49ers love to fall apart in the NFC championship game. So
0: mm-hmm. that's true. That's true. Hopefully, hopefully they can get it down so the Chiefs can have a easy, easy win in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. I don't want to jinx anything. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're gonna move into our top five. Top five players that are left in the playoffs. Uh, I have my five already, if you guys need a little bit more I, time to
2: I've think. got my five.
0: Okay, sweet. Uh, I'll go first, and then Aaron and, and Evan, you guys can both go. Okay. So for me, number five, I have Lamar. I think he's an excellent player. I love to clown him and say that uh, he's overrated, but obviously that's more of a meme than anything else. I call him Lamar B because, you know, he runs the ball mm-hmm. more than he throws it. Pretty funny. Um, <laughs> but Lamar is an excellent player. And if the Chiefs can keep him in check, it will lead them to a victory. So my number five is Lamar. Uh, Number four, Debo Samuel. He is electric. The Lions are going to need to contain him if they want to have a hope of beating the Niners. But Brock Purdy isn't that good, so maybe that'll be a factor. Uh, Number three, Travis Kelsey. This is where I put Travis Kelsey. I think he's a generational player. If the Ravens want to win the game, they're going to have to hold him to 40 or less yards. Mm Mm-hmm. And if Travis Kelsey is allowed to have any impact, whether that's drawing players away or making catches, the Chiefs are going to win because MVS has got his confidence back. Um, Number two, this is where I put Nick Bosa. He is an absolutely fantastic player. He's a game wrecker. Is another player the Lions are going to have to control if they want to even have a hope of winning the game. And you already know who my number one is, so we can just... Cole Hardman. No, that's right. No, uh, Obviously, Patrick Mahomes. So uh from the bottom right back up to the top, uh I got Lamar, then Samuel, then Bosa, I mean sorry, then Kelsey, then Bosa and then Mahomes. Okay. Aaron.
2: All right, so Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell. Dan- <laughs> yes, <laughs> Dan the man. The Campbell. red challenge flag. <laughs> he, he he's so cool. I love him. Um no, I did some research. Okay, I okay. really Kind of just juggled the numbers and said, okay, got it. All right. Um, oh, And I'm going to give it two outside looking in. Okay. Like two, two,
0: yeah, two uh, first
2: outs. I, I'm going to say Aiden Hutchinson and Nick Bosa are both outside like my it. top five. That's not ridiculous. But just barely. Um, yeah, both game wreckers and whatnot. Um, but I couldn't, I couldn't choose between them, so I just kind of like left them out. Number five, I have Amon Ra St. Brown. That guy has been on a tear this year. Like... He has one game where he has less than 48 yards, and in these playoff games, he's had, oh gosh, I think it was, so in this last game, he had seven catches, 77 yards, and a touchdown, and in the first game, he had 10 catches, hundred. This is one of the things I wrote down and I can't remember exactly. Yeah. Either way, he had 13 catches between the last two games. He's been extremely dominant, um, just running away from defenders and like has like a large yards after catch thing. Yeah. He's so very good. Him. Yeah. Um, number four, I had Chris Jones. And yeah, just having that ability to take defenders or take offensive linemen away and double teams and everything like that. Um, number three, I had Lamar. Mm -hmm. of course and then number two i put mccaffrey and like because i think i think he's still just got that like game breaker like if he he should have been up for the mvp man we yeah exactly like yeah he is he's the reason why the 49ers are where they are right now and then pat the man man the pat of course at the top of course All right. So go. Sorry. Real quick. Oh yeah. So number five, Ross St. Brown, on the Detroit Lions. Number four, Chris Jones. Yeah. Number three, Lamar. Number two, McCaffrey, the man from Stanford, and number one, Pat from Texas. From White House. Yeah, (laughs) Denton. From
3: Denton. Yeah.
1: All right. Um. I'm going to kind of go off of who I think is going to have like the most impact this next week. Sure. So we're going to go with number five, Travis Kelsey. Okay. Uh, number four, Amon Ross St. Brown. Number three, Rishi Rice.
3: Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> Spicy.
1: Number two, Lamar Jackson. And of course, number one, Patrick Mahomes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was getting scared. You're going to say someone crazy like Trent McDuffie or something. Yeah. But yes, yeah, that's a good list. Go back through your five.
1: All right, so number five was Travis Kelsey. Number four was.
2: Uh, what? Wait, never mind. Sorry. I, I- number four was <laughs> Christian
1: McCaffrey. No, you, you said, said Amon I'm Ra St. Brown. Brown. Amon Ra St. Brown. Scott. Right, I Aaron, Sorry. I'm throwing <laughs> it off. <laughs> no, <I know. laughs> no. Number three was Rasheed Rice. Number two was Lamar Jackson. And number one was Patrick Mahomes. Oh, I, like I, was,
2: it. I was just so surprised that we got some Amon Ra St. Brown hype.
3: He is a other beast, than me. to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. He is yeah. a beast.
2: 1,500 yards this year. Yeah. That's very a lot. very quiet 1,500 yards. All righty, guys. Uh, it's time for the Pop
0: Culture Minute. But first, we need to thank our lovely patrons over at. Patreon.com slash Open Disaster. We have, obviously, Aaron, Joe, Skyler, Dylan, and Meltbox opening soon in the Iron District. I Ah, almost ah, almost ah. threw up saying that. Um, But, yeah, your continued support makes this show possible, and we really appreciate you. Um, Anybody have any pop culture they want to talk about? Because I've got one, if necessary.
1: Um, For me, just like we were just talking about, just come out and support the k-state women's basketball team whenever you can
0: yeah so. i mean this is a really exciting time for our women our women have a chance to legitimately go very deep
1: and with the women's tournament if you're top four seed you get to host the first two games of the ncaa tournament so yeah, right. we're looking in good pretty good position for that right now oh, so
0: yeah that's really exciting all right well that is a. Uh, kind of going to do it for us on Dom that's true Aaron and Evan thank you guys for subbing in for Truman Truman was in uh, Chicago this weekend for a work trip getting uh, the Islanders head coach fired but (laughs) we will uh, see you guys all next week don't forget to send in your hot takes and everything else we love all of you we love the Chiefs we love Patrick Mahomes Uh, go Lions right
3: Uh, (laughs) Go
2: Lions! I hope the lights are way too bright for Lamar also, if you're going to go to the Super Bowl for any reason, hurry, 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 hurry. For Las Vegas, uh, you want the Lions to win so that everything's cheaper. <laughs> That's right. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you next
3: week. I can't
1: find my
0: mouse. It's on the other screen. See ya.